0: What up, Bucks fans? We are back. It is Monday, so that means a real Bucks Talk live stream. And man, what a weekend it was. A lot to discuss, a lot to get into. Uh, But first things first, my co-host Mark Ramirez. I'm Michael Plus. How are we doing? Uh, Again, we are getting closer to the start of the season, start of training camp. But Mark, how are we feeling on this Monday?
1: It's another wonderful Monday morning, or Monday night, I guess we'll say. Uh, I kind of went back to work after watching my baby boy for the past three days. So it was almost like a mini vacation kind of thing. But uh yeah. It's always good to talk buck football. Let's jump into it actually. That's well, how was your weekend? How was that?
0: Oh my weekend was fantastic. So I had a really good weekend. Um just you know the news of Julio Jones that you know we're gonna get into and you know the lightning what a game that was. So eight goals in two period or second period. So um it was it was electric i'll say that it was definitely an electric weekend so a lot of good times i watched the uh the newest uh conjuring i got scared out of my Me mind <laughs> it was scary so uh but yeah let's dive into this nfc south shakeup. i mean it's it's huge uh the falcons making a big move uh trading you know their franchise player pretty much leo jones outside of matt ryan to the Tennessee Titans. We talked about, I think last week as a possible uh, match in Tennessee. And I feel like it's a really good move for the Titans. It it definitely makes them uh, a contender, you know, in that division
1: for sure. I mean, look at the tandem they're going to have now with the other Ole Miss wide receiver, who's another physical specimen himself. Like he's a, what's his name? Drawing a blank. Give me, give me a a colon plus. What's his name? AJ Brown. Yeah, Andy Brown. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's he's
1: a a Dude, monster. I mean, so you got two guys like that. I'm still, I'm not the biggest Ryan Tannehill fan. I know everyone's like, oh, he's rejuvenated his career and everything. I think it all runs with Derrick Henry. But That's a scary thing. Derrick Henry's just running wild all over y'all. That play action game and Julio Jones to throw it up is disgusting. So, hmm. it sure as hell makes him a, a top competitor in in the AFC. And I think the Chiefs just. A step back for a moment saying, Holy crap, now we're gonna cover this, and that's their secondary isn't the best. Let's be honest, Jeremiah, you let's see how you match up with that. <laughs> but <laughs> well, what's your take on that?
0: Yeah, Tennessee, I, I'm not sure if they're like gonna jump into like Super Bowl contenders by unloading I, 15 million dollar a no. year, <laughs> like, yeah. random video guys. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they're like contenders for. You know Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, they've been to the AFC Championship. I think in the past couple of years, uh, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how much this catapults them. You know, obviously, adding a guy like Julio is definitely gonna open up for Derrick Henry, open it up for their play action passing game. You know, it'll give more one on ones for AJ Brown, who who obviously is probably the higher end receiver right now on the team like he's just got more room to grow than julio does you know julio is what he is but he's still really good uh so yeah it's a it's a good dynamic but really it's going to depend on their defense how much that can improve do they have to score 35 points a game to win you know that's going to be the question
1: i don't i don't think their defense is bad though i I never thought those are big i think it's good
0: enough yeah i would agree
1: and yeah, we're, we're looking more at the Julio Jones addition because that makes their offense just that much more sca- scary. I mean, you've got three-headed monster, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown. And other than that, don't worry because it's just loaded hmm. those three themselves. I mean, look at their defense. I like their defense. They just signed up Bud Dupree. Yeah. Their defensive line with Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons. That's an inside-outside kind of matchup they got going on there. I, I just – they don't have many glaring holes to so, me. I mean, then again, generous, generous Jenkins. Mm-hmm. We all know for, uh, him from New Orleans last year. He's just not and getting up there in age. We'll see. Maybe they're secondary. But yeah, I, Robert, I think that. Right?
0: Yeah, I agree. I, you know, adding Bud Dupree, I think should help their pass rush. Obviously he's got to stay healthy. You know, Harold Landry has to be more consistent. Jeffrey Simmons. Again, he's shown. A lot of promise now he's got to take it up another notch but you look at like caleb farley that's going to be the big question mark like can he be that guy you know right away you know kind of like that marcus Lattimore impact can he can he do that for their team uh if so they they have a really good chance of matching up with the colts i, I think the colts might be still a little bit better overall as a team um but it'll be interesting division for sure and you know, let's talk about more of the NFC South impact because now you look at this Falcons team and they—I mean, now Kyle Pitts is definitely more of a, a important piece for their offense. You know, adding with Cal, Calvin Ridley, so I don't think they—they they don't lose. Well, they still lose a lot. You know, lo- losing Julio, but again, it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out now with just Calvin Ridley as your main guy, and then you have Russell Gage, who's probably going to be your second. Option and then you know Kyle Pitts,
1: etc. Let's bring that up actually. Mm-hmm. All right, so checking it out. Boom. Jumping into it. They have Christian Blake in there. Eh. Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, like you mentioned. Oh, they signed Cordell Patterson. Mm-hmm. Really that. But I, I still think they're are heavily invested in their offensive line. That many young guys in there. They're still throwing younger guys in there. Like you just said, Kyle Pitts. And Hayden Hurst, that's going to be their, their meat and potatoes right there. Right. And again, they got the Tennessee Titans for offensive coordinator now. So, what are they going to want to do? Run the ball. Are they going to run it with Mike Davis? I don't know. I mean, is he going to be a takeover type of guy? I mean, it's wide open. So, fantasy football this year, who the hell are you going to take for running back for the Falcons? Mm-hmm. They're probably going to be having to throw the ball around either way just because. But
0: yeah, it's going to be. Yeah definitely led by Matt Ryan, you know, Matt Ryan's going to have to really take it on by himself pretty much. I mean, he's going to have help obviously with the weapons that they have, but yeah, the running game, I think it'll, it'll be interesting, uh, you know, offensive line and how, how does that mesh? Does it improve, you know, Mike Davis, I think is a solid running back, big, you know, big back, you know, kind of fits that mold of a power back that they had in Tennessee, you know, obviously he's no Derrick Henry, but you know, they have some pieces there to still work with. Again, the Falcons, I think their main issue is going to be defense. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to stop anybody. And and that's that's going to be the
1: issue. It's another thing. They can't stay healthy. I mean, I guess they got rid of some of the guys that kept getting hurt. Um, still, Deion Jones, can he stay healthy for 16 games? Now 17 games. Grady Jarrett, I mean, so much has been on his shoulders for so many years and they don't really get him help around them. So many Buck fans said the same thing about Jerome McCoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's literally been the sole guy in Atlanta. And either way, he's had his I guess his name, or what, what do he call it, an X on his back, whatever. He still makes plays every, every week. So I'm still scared with him. Dante Fowler does not scare me at all. The defense, like you said, it's more of a speed type of defense. Let's see what happens with this new coaching staff. I mean, if they're going to have to try and do something powerful, it's not made for that, and I don't think they can make the transition pretty quick. So, like you said, it's going to be have to be throwing the ball around. And if you just lost Julio Jones, play the top five wide receiver in the league one healthy, mm-hmm. good luck. I mean, it's it's yeah. going to be it's going to be tough for them. I'll say that. Right.
0: Yeah, definitely tougher. You know, obviously they they feel like they want to continue to add draft picks. They want to continue to rebuild. and and add to that core, you know, you have a solid young core with Calvin Ridley and, and, and Kyle Pitts and they feel like, you know, Pitts can be that guy and yeah, B Loggins says it good right there. You know, Ridley can do a lot. So still, still a tough matchup for your secondary, but again, I think that offensive line is, can be beat at times and you can get pressure on Matt Ryan. And so still going to be a uphill battle. And I think that's where the Falcons front office and management you know saw coming so why not you know get rid of some salary get some draft picks and try to shape for the future
1: no but i I do agree with b Loggins. i mean Mm -hmm. calvin ridley last year showed up showed out i mean he even when julio jones went down he was still producing left and right Mm -hmm. it was like almost like a chris godwin year where he just showed up like almost every week like holy crap this guy's extremely consistent he, he just made that big jump. I mean, let's let's see now solely with him being the guy. Does he continue to do that? Mm-hmm. I guess the same could be said with Godwin. I mean, Rob I'm saying Ridley less than Godwin, Godwin over Ridley. I, I want to agree with that. I think just based on how big Godwin plays, mm-hmm. Ridley doesn't play that big. Uh, we'll, we'll never know because Mike Evans and him seem like they're going to be together for a while. I hope, it, I hope we never have to know that. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Godwin is way better than Ridley. Godwin would be a number one in on most teams. I agree with that fully.
0: Yeah. I think that's what Rob was saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. we, we as Buccaneer fans know that, and he just does so much more. He can play near the line. He can help in the running game. His blocking is insane. His screens are insane. Like, he does a lot of things right. He's like Larry Fitzgerald of our offense, put it that way. But overall, I mean, and said it best here. I think Atlanta is a sub 500 team this year. Either way, There's going to be a lot of changes. The whole offensive defensive staffs have changed. Um, You have a new guy telling you what to do. You're learning a new system. It's going to be hard. So you have one thing going for you. You have Matt Ryan and a freak and Kyle Pitts to add to your offense. So that's that's, that's a good positive there, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I agree. It's going to be growing pains. It's probably going to be very similar to what we saw with Carolina last year. Um where they were, you know, changing staffs and, and trying to learn each other. And so I, I think that's what's gonna happen this year. Um but yeah, so that was I mean, that news came out of nowhere, the Julio Jones trade. So that was something um, you know, we sure. thought was thought was gonna happen. We just didn't think it would happen, you know, this quickly. Uh but yeah, it's a good match for Julio going to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so with that said, let's move on to uh, some Buccaneer news. And, you know, yeah. obviously winning the Super Bowl, you know, gets you some pay raises and the Bucks head coach Bruce Arians got a pay raise. And, and so did Jason Light. So they got some new contracts, uh, which is really cool to see. Well deserved. Uh, Jason Light has I mean, we've been a supporter of Jason Light since he's been here um, and feel like he's gotten better every year. And he's really built this roster from the ground up because when you go back to 2014 and when he came into this job this roster was it was dreadful (laughs) it was pretty dreadful because the problem was and a lot of people don't see this like during the Gruden years there was just no team building there was nothing through the draft there was nothing it was an old team so when Raheem Morris took over you know they made it very young but they just they couldn't develop the guys properly they couldn't draft well uh, had some bad luck in their draft, and then once Jason Light came in, yeah, he had some, you know, free agent mistakes that he made, but he got better as the as time went on, got better with his drafts, and now he's got it locked and loaded uh, as far as the process goes. And you know, adding Bruce Arians in 2019, Bruce brought the culture that this team needed, uh, the accountability, and then adding Tom Brady on top of that, you know, we saw what happened, Super Bowl. So now it's about you know, can we get multiple?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the aligning of the stars. I mean, Tom Brady was the perfect alignment for the stars. It seems like everything in Tampa does better with him here. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. I mean, like you mentioned earlier with Gruden, yeah. Yeah, we're on top of the world, and then all of a sudden, like you mentioned, all these older guy additions. or wasn't really drafting guys. It was, no, let's trade a draft pick for an older guy. Mm-hmm. Let's not worry about building the team. Let's worry about winning now. You yeah. can do both, and that's what a good – GM and coach do together. I think Gruden just had too much control over the team itself and pretty much imploded it because there was nothing. There's no nothing in the cover to go back to. It was just what what was my 35 year old guy that I have right now are gonna do? Mm-hmm. Once he's done, oops, I don't have anything back there. I didn't really think for the future. That's the scary part about it. So yeah, yeah
0: I mean you could see what he's doing in Las Vegas right now, kind of same thing. It's uh you know, mix and match, and they're playing with uh, some fire there. But anyway, I I I thought I think that's really good news today with the extensions, and, uh, yeah, just happy for both of them. Uh, and hopefully they can, you know, stay here a little longer.
1: Well, I mean, I wanted to touch on one more thing on Jason Light. Yes, I agree with you. You guys have been following us. Even before we had the YouTube channel, you guys know that we're big Light fans. He's matured every year. He's gotten better every year. He's been so quiet this year because he's literally done his job Throughout the years, now he's just keeping his guys. They always talk about keeping their guys. Right. And guess what? Proof is in the pudding. They're actually acting on their word. I love it. Bruce Arians brought this insane coaching staff that it almost looks like once he is ready to hang him up because of age, his health concerns, whatever it is, he has multiple guys he can look back to and say, "I think I'm going to hand the keys to you." I mean, whether it be Leftwich, Bowles, uh, Goodwin, wh- whoever it is, I mean, th- there's options there. Hmm. Uh, which I think as a Buccaneer organization, I think you should be very, very happy and safe with what your future looks like. Uh, And you know what? That's a good plug right here. So let me plug this in before. I know it's a little early, but because of that, go ahead and buy yourself some Symbol stock. (laughs) So if you guys have heard about it, Symbol or sponsor, the stock market for sports. I mean, I, I just said it. Buccaneers are trending up. Might as well get some, some stock into your own favorite sports team, all out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So what is this exactly? <clears throat> How does it work? Sports betting is fun. Investing in the stocks market is great. And Symbol has created a way for you to enjoy both of those at the same time. Only with Symbol, you can trade teams like stocks and earn cash when your teams win. So it's a kind of a cool concept. Step one, find your favorite teams, Buccaneers. Or hell, maybe you're a Julio Jones fan. You're going to chase him over to Tennessee Titans. Guarantee their stock's going up because he's got tough five wide receiver. What happens when you win? You get payouts. So in NFL, you get 50 cents per share that you own for every win. So it's an easy way to make passive income. It's like a dividend if you're looking at stocks that way. But you can also trade them. Teams like t- like stocks, buy low, so high, sell overrated teams to the market. It's a cool concept. Really cool. If you guys have seen, we, we had the CEO on here, Kenneth Giles. Cool guy. Literally just spit it out, the truth, how it works, how everything Is fun and entertaining, but if you want more information on it, hit that play button on YouTube. Check it out a little bit more, but Hey, let's keep talking some Buccaneer football. And if you want some symbol, hit the link down below, get 10 bucks. We get 10 bucks. Everyone has fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Be sure to hit that link below. Use our promo code real buck stock. You get a $10 deposit right away to you know, use towards a, a team that you like, uh, that you want to sign up. I signed up myself. I have the, the bucks right now, and I also have the Orlando magic and the NBA. So, uh, very excited with those two teams and hopefully they continue to, or well, one continues to do well. And then the magic hopefully <laughs> continue to, to rise, um, you know, obviously with the coaching change, that's probably going to drop their stock even more. So should be interesting.
1: Yeah. So Another big piece of uh, Buccaneer news that was really big in the in, in the news. Let's just go over to here. The Cameron Kinley news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. Navy won't let rookie Cameron Kinley play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're calling him back. I mean, so I almost want to get like a vibe of people's thoughts on this. Like, what do you think about this? I mean, I, to me, this is my initial thing. I mean, he had an opportunity to at least showcase his skills in the preseason, if he did make that eventual cut line. I mean, that's it's almost like a, a job interview. I mean, his likely ability to make this roster, probably down near the dumps, let's be honest, probably less than 5%. Either way, I mean, at least you're playing, getting your your butt on some videotapes so other people can see. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. How do you feel about this? I mean, I, I, I think yeah. it's more missed opportunity kind of thing.
0: Yeah. It's just unfortunate. Um, You know, the, uh, the military, you know, you know, forbid him for, for playing with us. And, you know, he has, he has a responsibility there and, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate because it it seemed like the Buccaneers really liked him. It seemed like, you know, he was starting to make some ground. And um, so we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. Maybe he can, you know, get an appeal or something. I don't know if he's going to fight this or you know, maybe he'll find a way to sure. get back on the roster later, but...
1: not permitted to appeal the decision.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Ouch. So, yeah, that's, it's just, yeah, it's just the, uh what the, the duty calls.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, he, he signed up for this. Then again, you're, this almost puts it to how much is your government going to kind of control you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of adds to that, but we'll see. We'll see. He he knows what he got himself into. It does suck that he kind of misses that opportunity to to be an NFL player. That's every mm-hmm. he plays for a reason. your dream is your end game is football. But right, maybe he has a higher calling. That's uh, yeah. let's, let's, that's how yeah. I
0: see it. Yeah, that's how I see it. And again, just you know, thank you to him, you know, for for his service. And yeah, wish him the best going forward. I mean, maybe we see him, you know, down the line, you know, at some point.
1: This is him two hours ago. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. There he is yeah.
0: right there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So he understands.
1: Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's a strong-willed dude. I'll give him that. I mean, 6'2", 200 pounds is pretty damn good at cornerback, kind of fit our mold. But hell, it's that's that's the NFL mold of a cornerback now. It's growing bigger and faster. So you never know, maybe later. You never know. Uh, Let's keep going on down the line. Uh, Let's see. Also, any questions on our two prior film studies on Mike Evans and Levante David? We wanted to kind of touch on that. A lot of people were mentioning comments in the the YouTube chat about it. I mean, let us know. What did you think of Mike Evans' breakdown? It was very similar to last year's. I mean, that's, again, that's why we kind of said consistency so many times in that video because there's a reason why you have seven years in a row of a 1,000 Yards. You do the same stuff over and over, but teams can't stop it because it's that crisp. It's that elite at 6'5", 230, insane. And then Levante, again, another consistent player, defensively now, Mm nine-year Buccaneer, finally gets the Super Bowl ring. We all have seen him at the most elite for so long and still doesn't get recognition. Hopefully this year again, fingers crossed. Let's see. Mm -hmm. uh, Your takes.
0: Yeah, I mean, on the film studies, it was a lot of fun to do. Uh, Again, they're just terrific players. It's really easy to, you know, go over their tape because it's, it's just good. (laughs) It's like really good. So, you know, And I I just put together, you know, JPP uh, video. And and that is, I mean, outstanding, I guess, always in the backfield. So. Yeah. Just uh, a lot of fun to do. And I guys, I hope you enjoyed them. And yeah, any questions you guys have, uh, you know, just throw it in there. We, we'll be happy to
1: answer. Yeah. And then um, I think B Loggins. B Loggins says, I don't think light got extended just a pay raise. No, I think he, he did get ex- extended. Arians got the pay raise. So yeah. I'll kind of bring up the story up here again for you yeah. yeah, to kind of reassure you. Yeah. Light has received a new contract and ensures he'll be into bay for multiple years. And Arian said he had no interest, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it does pay him handsomely. So doesn't add on years. This is the Arian's part. doesn't add on years, but does pay him handsomely for that Super Bowl win in just his second season in Tampa. So just to kind of clarify everything for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh And also, yeah, so keep, if you guys have any questions on Levante David, yeah. Logins, thank you. Great vid, guys. Levante David was awesome. Wish more fans could see that. Like some – We kind of highlighted, he does this every year, seems like at least four or five times a year, where there's a pulling guard, pulling tackle, someone way bigger than he is. Mm -hmm. He takes him on like a man and literally either stops that dude in his tracks, pushes him over, and literally makes the play. And we did that one in the the Lions game where he literally stands the guard up, tosses him aside, and punches the ball out, forces a fumble, Buccaneer ball. Insane. I mean, and it's not – sparingly it's not oh he has flashes here then he goes away he does this every week and he's done it for nine years in Tampa Bay and it's just maybe it's just a smaller market maybe because we lose so much but I I'm just waiting for him to literally be mentioned as one of the top linebackers in the league and it's it, you never see it never <laughs> yeah Sadly
0: yeah I mean hopefully that changes you know with this year coming up again Nash you know we're Super Bowl champions we have national spotlight games you know obviously you know, the first game of the year is, you know, the Buccaneers against the Cowboys. So, yeah, hopefully that that uh, reputation uh, grows and people can see how really good he is. You know, obviously, Devin White's going to take some of the spotlight because he's so good and, and Levante sets up Devin so well. So it's uh, yeah, it's definitely as a Bucks fan, we're very
1: appreciative of Levante, David. Absolutely. Freaking lately. I mean, we're ecstatic when they drafted him. I remember all the way back when he was in Nebraska, I wanted the guy and I wanted them yeah. to do the old Luke Kuechly and Levante David back to back. I, want, I well, wanted that so bad.
0: Well, when you look at the draft, I mean, and you do a redraft, he he probably could have been Levante could have been the first round pick. If you really think about it, he, he deserved to be a top 10 uh, prospect, but again, with the size and, you know, coming from Nebraska and, you know, not having a, a very consistent college years, you know, he had the JUCO, and then he went to you know Nebraska after that. So, yeah, but get him in the second round that made it much sweeter, that's for sure.
1: But did, who do we take, Mark Barron, first round? Yeah, ran?
0: Mark Barron, oh, and then we we uh, traded up to get uh, Doug Martin, yeah. and then I think we traded up again to get Levante David. If I'm I
1: correct, I yeah, yeah, he log into the same thing trade up for yeah. Levante. Well, I still can't believe we took Mark Barron yeah. over Luke Eakly. Yeah, it's one of those Ala-
0: Alabama, <laughs> Alabama traps, you know, you, you fall in love Oops. with the tape and it's like, oh, he's very consistent. But, you know, Mark Barron is still in the league, so I can't really,
1: you know, he's doing OK. Luke keekley Right. I'm I mean, but just could you imagine the middle of that defense or in our four three when we are back then?
0: Oh, you know, yeah. What- it would have been fun. You know, you hope, you know, Luke keekley doesn't get the concussions that he suffered. Um, unfortunately that, you know, shortened his career and now he's retired and, you know, Levante out, you know, has surpassed him as well.
1: I just, yeah, would have, could have, should have, but mm-hmm. still, it, it does suck that injuries kind of did that to him. Right. Uh, good questions. More about the, the uh, extension of the contract and everything. What do you guys think of the light extension? How many more years do you think they added? But then he kind of said here, give me some more winning seasons and I'll say light is the best GM ever. Yeah
0: you, so definitely, you, you <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to see some consistency. And I think, you know, right now we're in the the heyday of the of the Buccaneers, you know, 2020, you know, beyond era, you know, as far as, you know, obviously we had the, the late 90s, early 2000s as the last great Buccaneer decade of, of wins and winning. Uh, I think we're on the verge of having that again, you know, now with this current team.
1: Well, actually, G. Vegas, you said Luke would have had some bad years with Mike Smith. Levante you know, had his best season with with uh, Mike Smith's defense.
0: No, Literally. I think actually that was that was Greg Schiano. Like, oh, Greg, yeah, Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano's early years, it was it was better for Levante. Um, yeah. It was good with Mike. I mean, but no one wants to play for Mike Smith, and, and that kind of defense <laughs> just doesn't. It just doesn't work. So,
1: it, yeah, and that that's I mean, so when people say that. Dinosaur football. That one, that kind of was that dinosaur football. It was yeah. very outdated. Didn't switch when needed to be switched. It, it was just bad. Bad overall. Uh, toes in the line. Yeah, Greg Shiano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or I guess, let's see. So Rob's talking about uh, Jalen Smith. How about the Cowboys? Jalen Smith, disrespect, already forgotten about. He's just talking about how around the NFL he's been written off after a down year. I don't think he's been written off. Yeah. The same disrespect with Levante, right?
0: It it, it happens. I mean, when your team defense struggles, your, your, your star players aren't going to be talked about, and that's what happened to Levante. So, you know, as this defense continues to be more consistent, you're going to see Levante, you know, be talked more about. Same with Devin White. Same with, you know, Vita Vea. Um, you know, the rest of the secondary.
1: Yeah. I mean, another thing, give, give this dude some credit. He had that ACL tear senior year or junior year when he was going to come out. And then he had the nerve um issue where he's, he had foot drop or literally his, he had to play what taped ankle. I think he still has to play that way. Cause he has, Yeah, yeah, he, plays with his, his yeah. Ankle. he plays. Yeah. Right. So yeah. This dude's an animal. If if he didn't have the injury, he would have been elite, like a top 10 pick, no matter what. He was that good. Him and Miles Jack were insane that year. I, I remember gushing over their tape. Oh, they like, holy hell, these guys are insane. Mm-hmm. Again, it's where are they at, who's around them. I mean, because I mean Levante had good years, but the team around him was terrible. So maybe that's the reason why. You never know. Yeah. Jay Smith is just on a bad defense. He's still a baller. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people who watch the film kind of see what these guys do. We'll give respect, but yeah, it's it's a, again, it's eleven working as one. One guy can't dominate for themselves. Just, you know, this isn't basketball where LeBron can just run down the middle of the court, <laughs> score. Like another reason why I don't really find NBA that entertaining anymore. Mm. But I'm glad other people kind of notice it too. Anything to touch on that?
0: No, I agree. It's you know. This game, ultimate team game, we always talk about it. You know, you you can have, you know, three, four really good players, but if one guy doesn't do their job, you know, that's the end of it. You know, defense is going to struggle. So it, it's everyone has to be on the same page. Same thing with the offense. We could have Tom Brady, yeah, but if, you know, <laughs> offense line isn't working, and, and Donovan Smith or whoever, you know, uh, Alex Kappa mix, misses a block you know, the plays done. So it it just, it just shows you how, you know, great this game is because it is a team game and that's why it's the most popular game right now. It's just because it's fascinating to see, like you said, Levin working as one uh, when it's working, it's amazing to watch, especially looking back on the tape. Yeah. You know, that's just, it's, it's fun to see. You see so many things uh, when
1: you're not watching the ball. Mm-hmm. I and I'll, I love that we were on a podcast what, like three years ago? Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, what's your favorite thing about watching football? You're like, When you're not watching the, the ball, don't follow yeah. the ball. The game's so much more entertaining. And it's so damn true. Yep. You watch all the movements, all the calls. Don't watch the quarterback throwing the ball. Watch the receivers. How, how are they getting out of their breaks? How are they manipulating the corner or the safety? How's the quarterback manipulating the safety? Who's playing who? It's, literally the chess match within the game. And it's so damn cool to see, Mm -hmm. or just if you're a black and white type of guy watching an offensive lineman, just mull over a defensive tackle. (laughs) That's also (laughs) cool to see, Uh, but let's keep going on. Danny Danello in the chat, my boy. (laughs) What's up boys. You were right. Mark about Evans needs to do better gaining yards after the catch. He falls while catching a lot. Seems if the D back is close tb 12 made a, Point to get him that thousand i mm. take
0: yeah I, I, we we said in the video i mean he that's the only area of improvement that is needed you know just getting those yards after the catch for whatever reason when he catches it he runs and doesn't really know where to go at first so there's that slight hesitation and, and then it ends up being you know just a minimal gain uh if he can understand he's got more time than he thinks and just continue to run North and South. I think he would get a lot more. Um, And that would boost his numbers uh, dramatically.
1: I think you said hundred percent. It it's like the indecision once he has the ball. Yeah. And it's almost like when he catches it, it's almost like a jump catch stop. It's not a smooth current transition. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know what it is about that, but I mean, there's there's been times where he, they put him on a screen. He'll do one quick move and get upfield. That's how he should do. He's catching the ball 20 yards down the field, too, though. Like, right, it, just keep going. Maybe he's thinking that safety's coming over. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it, you've seen it multiple times where he's like a catch and think instead mm. of a catch and go.
0: And, and, and not to, you know, discredit him. I mean, he's gotten better in oh, yeah. that area. It, it's definitely improved. We've seen it last year where he would make decisive moves and, and get 20 yards. You know, we saw it in the, uh, the Carolina game early yeah. where he catches that ball in the middle, you know, continues to run. So he, he's shown it where he can definitely take advantage of the space that's given to him. Uh and a lot of times he's surprised, I think, that he has so much space. Um
1: and, you know, especially
0: on, yeah, especially on those comebacks, you know, because he's just the the cornerback is just continuing to run twenty yards down the field and he's got, you know, so much space to work with. So uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that's something he really improves this season.
1: Well, cause that's something that's funny. I, I heard a, a podcast with, uh, Scotty Miller and, uh, on a keep to podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, what, what do you think about getting, I don't know, what was it? I don't know, some, some thousand yard season. He's like, well, that would mean I'm getting a lot more playing time because Mike's not getting doubled, or this <laughs> Alman is not getting in the middle. He's like, I'm I'm getting a lot more playing time. He's like, Mike gets it makes my job way easier. And it's so damn true. He literally he is always doubled. The other team does respect Mike Evans that damn much because that catch radius, he can jump up, get the ball, the sidelines his friend. It he's almost unguardable on that cut comeback route. We kind of showed that over and over and over again because that's his bread and butter. He can literally run it with his eyes closed probably. And then with Tom Brady's timing, mm. it's hard to beat it. It's hard to beat it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to me, like he can improve in it. Will he be, become like, hell, Terry Hill? No, he's not going to do that. It's, that's not the type of player. Is he better than Keyshawn Johnson? At run after catch? I think so. Mm. But I mean, what are you expecting from him? He's a bigger dude. I'm not looking for him to make you miss. I'm just catch it and, Get upfield, that's all. I don't want to see Odell Beckham shakes or anything. Just get upfield. That's what you do best. Those jump balls are going to be coming a lot more, I think, this season, and it's going to be disgusting. Any other takes on that? No, I agree.
0: Uh, we got a lot of discussion here in the chat. They're talking about, you know, Yak Yards now, who's going to have the most. And I, I'd probably say, you know, Chris Gowin or Antonio Brown. You know, they're, they're probably the, the best two suited especially if Godwin's healthy. I think he could definitely get a lot of yards. All through healthy money is
1: Godwin because of yak. Yeah. I mean, we
0: see, we see Godwin. I mean, he's the best at it. Just he'll catch it. He'll break a tackle, continue to run, make a guy miss, break another tackle, (laughs) you know, put his hand in the dirt, continue to gain yards. Pull off that guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. He's fun to watch, especially when he's hundred percent. Oh, that, that would be, (laughs) that would be something. That would be something. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they do play. They lead the they, team in receiving. <laughs> I mean, that would be a lot. That would be a lot. I mean, he'd have to get every catch. I think. Uh, but the defenses do play us soft, uh, so there's going to be a lot of underneath, you know, available.
1: Oh, look at this hot take: G. Vegas, A. B. beats Evans in total yards this year because his rapport with Brady is strong. However, I say three go over a thousand because of 17 games. That's Mm -hmm. something we talked about last time. Yeah.
0: It it could be possible. You have crazy numbers this year. Um, You know, you're going to see a lot of running backs, I think, get close to 2000 yards or even past it. Receivers with a thousand yards is yeah. Yeah. It definitely is going to happen. I don't know. It depends on like how the games go though. And like, I do feel like we're gonna have a lot of leads, you know, obviously, because I think our, you know, we both feel everyone feels our team is strong. So, you know, there's gonna be leads, and I think that's where you could see more running game, you know, more run run action. Uh so you know, Ronald Jones getting over a thousand yards, or maybe it's Leonard Fournette. Uh so really it really just depends on how the game goes. But if we're if we're passing early, uh to get that big lead, then yeah, you could see some big numbers in the first half. You could see Detroit line games where Tom Brady has five touchdowns, you know, stuff
1: like that. Could you, could you imagine all the records are going to be broken this year?
0: It's going to be a record breaking year. I mean, they're setting this up for offense, offense, offense. You know, they want to see the 40 to 35 scores. They want to see the, you know, get into the 50 type of games. They want to see that, you know, that was it the Rams and the chiefs. What was that two years ago or last year? It was like that big score game. It was like forty-eight to fifty or something like that. I think it was a few years back, though. That's what they want to see.
1: Hell, it sells, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yep. pretty much what a lot of these rule changes have been too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know.
0: But, but again, that that points to I think it favors the Bucks because the Bucks have a really good defense, and if you're confident in your defense and your defense is strong. Yeah, that's going to help you win a lot of games. It's only getting stronger
1: too. Yep, that's my hot take. Uh, (laughs) A thousand over three over a thousand, I think, is very much possible just because of that seventeen game Mm. schedule.
0: And it it might not be a receiver; it could be tight ends. It could be OJ Howard. Could be Rob Gronkowski.
1: Don't know. Could we see a two thousand yard wide receiver? I hope not. Yeah, that's a lot of passing. Maybe Calvin Ridley. <laughs> not, on our, not on our team. Yeah, maybe yeah. a wide receiver, but not on our team.
0: Yeah, maybe Calvin Ridley for the Falcons.
1: <laughs> Did you see Geo's thighs? <laughs> hey, he's in, he's yeah. in shape. Hey, he's shredded. He's got some shredded thighs. I'll give never, him that. Never skips a leg day. No, and he goes ass to grass. He doesn't, no cheating. He's going all the way down. Mm. <laughs> he's got that. Uh, hey, let. The thighs are one thing. I mean, Reggie Bush is probably the, the most chiseled athlete, and he just couldn't really do it. So, But then again, Gio's proven it over time. Yeah. He's that little gadget type of guy. He hasn't been getting hurt that often, so that's pretty good too. Uh, keep going down the line. Danny Danilo. Mike was used to 50-50, no risk at jump balls before TB12. That didn't lead to a lot of yak. TB12 hits guys the stride, making yak easier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, but I'm thinking more just the jump balls and end zone. Mm -hmm. Mike Evans and end zone. We kind of showed it in the in the review. Yeah.
0: The back shoulder.
1: Yeah. The jump ball, back shoulder, Mm -hmm. cut in, just making decisions of where to place the ball with a guy this size that can win that easily. They they got it there. It doesn't matter if it's an out route, deep out route opposite hash, they're still gonna connect some way. Hell he did it with OJ. God, OJ, keep coming back. Get healthy. Uh, I want to see us holding every team to under nine. <laughs> <There you laughs> wow! Plus, that's, un- that's undefeated right there. That's what we want. Under nine. Yeah. I don't want them to gain another yard. <laughs> that, that's G Vegas. That's that's not going to
0: happen. <laughs> Let's yeah, just be honest. They, if they come out and hold the Cowboys under nine, I will be. I'll
1: be ecstatic. That'll be awesome it would i i strongly, doubt it. strongly yeah, doubt it i doubt it too over under 40 and a half sacks our defense will get this year uh, i'll say over yeah we're we're definitely
0: i mean i think we got what 50 sacks last year or somewhere close to that i think we'll definitely get over 40
1: I mean, yeah i think we're going to get over that but who will i add this to you who's mm-hmm. going to be the sack leader
0: Oof. Um, I want to say, I, I want to stay JPP still. Um, over Shaq. Over Shaq. I, I feel Shaq will get good numbers. I think. I think both will be double digit. Um, but I think JPP, it, he's just going to get. I think the favor more favorable matchups.
1: Is that because you just recently did his film review, or is that <laughs> <or is,
0: laughs> just based on what you really? think would happen i mean it's both Uh, looking at his film review i i I think they don't want to double team him uh which is i mean they do it at times but they don't do it as much as they do against shaq barrett and and with jpp's ability to rush from the inside and now you have joe tryon to take his place on the outside jpp's gonna eat inside a lot so i feel like he'll get more more sacks that way and then you have Vita Vea. Hopefully, Vita stays healthy. That will make it even more easier for both guys. Because we saw when Vita was in there, Shack obviously does much better.
1: Over under, Vita Vea three and a half sacks. That's me. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll
0: say I'll say over if he's healthy. For really, reasons. oh yeah. Really? I I think he 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 might reach the five sack mark.
1: If if Vita Vea gets five sacks, there's going to be a quarterback that gets hurt. <laughs> five sacks.
0: Well, I mean, if he just stays healthy, quarterbacks are going to get hurt. I mean, we, we saw the Broncos game last year.
1: People what? got hurt.
0: People got hurt. <laughs> Drew Locke was hurt in that game.
1: Oh, I, I mean, laugh at this, but yeah, they, they did. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of good takes here. So, wait, so on well, my question, who leads it? So, uh, B-Loggin said, as long as VSA is healthy, I, I think Shaq. That's a good of- point. Yeah. He does best when he's in there. Uh, K said Shaq, presumably in, in pressures, we're saying sh- uh, sacks. Mm-hmm. Jack's thinking the new guy, kind of my, hot take, Devin White leads in sacks, very much possible. He almost yeah, had nine track, last year. Right? Yeah. Last year, if he plays that last game, he probably gets the 10th one. And the way they're probably going to use him even more now, getting downhill, especially with leads, hmm. good Lord. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Same thing, Rukwab said, same thing, Devon. Has a chance to lead the team. Devin could be defensive player of the of the year. I kind of mentioned that a few live streams ago. Hmm. He honestly could. Like I got kind of crunched some numbers. Like he gets over 150 tackles, 120 tackles, ten sacks, five interceptions, two forced fumbles, and a touchdown, or three forced fumbles and a touchdown. That's how can you not give him that? Yeah. No. That's, and I think he can get that this year, kind of, well, not with ease, but I think he's very much going to probably get that. Mm-hmm. With the way his, if he makes that secondary move, or not secondary, just dropping back into the secondary and improving his coverage, look out. Mm-hmm. Look the hell out.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with that. If he keeps a simplified approach, yeah, he'll be fine.
1: There's <laughs> going Hot take, JPP won't be the only Pro Bowler or All-Pro.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I think definitely more will be this year
1: sure as hell shouldn't be like, <laughs> i guess buccaneers were what we only had one one pro mm-hmm. bowler and we won the super bowl <laughs> we, didn't yeah. just, we didn't just win it we blew the damn team out yeah but we suck we don't have one pro bowler so i don't know how we did it must have been out of out of the blue
0: mm-hmm.
1: luke could we suck i guess yeah uh Actually, heard of a sports analyst called Devin White the next ray Lewis. he is his own guy, but yeah. let's see. Yeah, a lot of similarities. Oh, let's let's go to a different subject now. G Vegas, what do you think of Jalen Darden? Will he will get his first target? Will he get his first target? Hmm. When I guess I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean I, it it remains to be seen. It's hard to predict that. I would Yeah. <sighs> It just like, is he going to be involved on the offense? I'm sure he will be if he's dressed, like if he's on the active roster and he's going to do punt kick return, maybe they give him a, a package where he gets one or two plays, or maybe, I don't know, three to five. So I'll just say week one, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> keep it easy week one.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Like, Mark just
0: hammered it into submission. That's going to be week one. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's he's probably going to be your punt returner. If he's if you dress, like you said, he's going to find a way on the field, yeah. whether it be just a, a guy on the outside just running the speed route where they, they actually do draw up a screen pass for him. Mm-hmm. I think the more and more he shows out in practice, and Brady's like, holy crap, this dude's pretty elite. He can move. Like, I think they were comparing him to what, Deion Branch? Yeah. Deion Branch is probably one of the most elite three cones ever.
0: Right. Very good route runner.
1: Short area quickness.
0: You're
1: mm-hmm. One of those whip routes. Good God. Yeah. Deion Jones is going to get injured again. And so, <laughs> trying to keep up with Jalen Darden.
0: Right.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I really like the possibilities of Jalen Darden. I still love the fact that I was watching another – Buccaneer live stream. They're like, why do we take him? What a terrible pick. It doesn't <laughs> fit our team. And it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But hey, let's let's see. It's potential, like a high potential pick, and they trade up in the fourth round for him. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh let's keep going down the line. They didn't know this Bucks team is so balanced and talented. The weak point will be the coach's ability to scheme with enough vision to utilize everyone to their max potential sky's limit this year that's actually a good question i'll let you touch that one first
0: yeah it kind of goes back to you know what we saw early last year you know by our left which there's a lot of hate with the play calling you know the system use of players defensively we were upset you know some of the players being used in certain ways uh you know shaq barrett being dropped back you know, we had the whole ordeal of that bears game where, you know, yeah. I lost it because Shaq Barrett was dropping back in critical situations. And like,
1: well, we argued on that, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: what I was saying. I was like, yeah, yeah we, we argued on that. And, and <laughs> I, I felt, you know, Shaq should have been rushing the quarterback, but then it's like, well, no, I was wrong. The Defense, you know, it's drawn yeah. up this way. It's supposed to be executed. Shaq needs to get his ass back there in coverage and cover. And, uh, you know, it got better as the season went along. Uh, same thing with the offense. We, you know, there was a lot of, you know, not a lot of motion, not a lot of play action. We continue to say play action, play action, play action. Since we and, won. And we yeah, do
1: a yeah. show every yeah. damn play action pass. that was successful. Right. Crazy. Right.
0: Yeah. There was that crazy stat where we saw, okay, when they do play action, it works like 99.9% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's That's like. It's 97. Less. Don't get so <laughs> jealous. And then, like, you know, the tight ends and the, the, the lack of use of tight ends was becoming an issue. Uh, so, yeah, I could see that. You know, hopefully they, they saw Week 13 on, you know, when they won, what, nine games in a row. Okay, we know what works. Let's continue to do so. So hopefully they take that into the season. And they just get better on it. Um, and I feel like with the offensive line, I think, being set, you should be able to utilize more of your playbook and what you really want to do. And Tom Brady knows the offense. So that's gotta help.
1: <laughs> You're hoping Tom Brady is the offense this year. Almost right. like if we see no balls. what?
0: No, I was just gonna say, like, we see no huddle, we see you know fast pace, we see you know, mix of tempo pretty much. Yeah. And like let Tom, you know, if he sees something, he can make the audible, or vice versa, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, because yeah, maybe Leftwich calls something in, and then Brady sees the tendencies on the field himself, and he's like, No, left what about this one? And like, literally, he's like, No, I'm gonna call it this way. You're gonna tell Tom Brady, no? Let's <laughs> be honest. The first year he, he was learning, he was still learning on the go, and he had to listen to you. Now that he's got it, he's literally <laughs> this almost seems bad. Half the team's with Brady, the other half is at the box. <laughs> I mean. Who are you going to go to? The guy throwing the ball or the guy drawing up plays? I mean, it's, you want to build a rapport? Yeah, go with Brady. He knows what to do to get you to the ship, put it that way. But I mean, either way, I just think the coaching bring it all full circle. You're right. I mean, that was a good question, actually, Danny. Um, It is going to be tough. Are they going to still be prideful and say, no, let's do it my way? Or are they going to, again, stick to what did work? And consistently got you yardage and first downs and wasn't just deep shots nonstop, even though a lot of the times those deep shots were open, even Mm. though people got pissed that we're only throwing the ball deep. That's kind of, again, what the offense is set up to do, but that's not the only option. Some of those underneath were there, they just didn't throw it. Mm. QB's decision, again, down to Brady, and usually he's making the best decisions, especially later in the season. Now he actually knows it. Mm. I'm excited. I am excited.
0: Yeah, I think we have mandatory OTAs this week, so you know we should hopefully the the whole team will will be there and, and be ready. So Bruce Arians doesn't throw a gasket, and get upset. There's the thighs. Yeah, there's there's the thighs. <laughs> I like that subtitle. Hey, who's the new guy? <laughs> <laughs> who are those thighs? Yeah, who are those thighs? Um, but yeah, it should be a good week and. You know, I think this is the last get together and then they're off for six weeks and then training camp starts. So and, and fans are going to be allowed at training camp. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can make it and see some of you guys there.
1: Hell yeah.
0: I've been there a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while.
1: It's been over a year. it that way.
0: COVID. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, just there have... you go.
0: Yeah, vets report tomorrow. So awesome. Yeah, very good.
1: Real nice. I like it. Uh, some other points. Oh, we still got a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Here we go. Buru Mike Edwards going to have the most INTs this season. That is a hot take. What do you think? I like, I, like
0: I like it. I like it. I think Mike was continuing to improve as the year went on. I mean, when he was on the field, he was really good. Um, You know, not a lot of mistakes from Mike Edwards. I, I thought that, you know, he continued to understand the offense better and really the whole secondary as a whole. Uh, I think it clicks, um, especially late in the season. We saw what Sean Murphy Bunting did in the playoffs, um, and you know everyone. I mean Jordan Whitehead, uh, Antoine Winfield, and, and then Mike. I, I think was just always a playmaker. He was always getting hands on the football, making interceptions. Um, you know, tackling still up and up and down, but I think that's improving. So it'll just be interesting to see how many. You know, three safety looks they give. They did a lot of it in, in the Super Bowl, and it was their best game ever. So, you know, maybe they they do it more this year because guys understand uh, what they have to do.
1: And What's crazy though, this year or last year, he had two interceptions and he played less than he did his first year. Yeah, and had one interception. Like that's crazy. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah, see with more playing time, but that's a big thing. A, a team this with this much depth. Is he going to beat out Antoine Winfield? Hell no. Is he going to replace Jordan Whitehead? Let's see if he can stay healthy. He usually is, but Jordan Whitehead does what he does really well, which is smash the box. Great Mm -hmm. blood support. Mike Edwards doesn't really do that that well. Are we going to force Antoine Winfield to come up in the box all the time? I wouldn't want that. He's a really good deep safety. So I don't know. Maybe he takes another step forward, but. Let's see. I mean, Jordan Whitehead still is right there, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm not going to push him out of the way because he does his job really, really well. Like I was looking at his film study. Again, these are hints of who's coming down the road, guys. (laughs) Uh, He's just nasty. Another solid, consistent player. He he does one thing really well, and that's fill holes. He's like a small linebacker. Insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very. He's such an instinctive player, uh, and you know when he's on the field. Yeah, I like him. He's dynamic, um, and he can just he can play that middle of the field so well. Um, that's where he, you see him jump routes, um, especially in the middle of the field. You know, the intermediate part. That's where he No, I'm talking about Jordan Whitehead. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, Jordan Whitehead just coming downhill. Like he he's he's really good at it. Uh, especially in coverage. I don't think he likes going backwards, uh, but when he has the opportunity to play that robber in the middle of the field and and take away the pass from the tight end or, you know, jump a route, he's really good. So, yeah, I like all three of the safeties. I think, you know, obviously, Winfield, he's got the most flexibility. He can do everything. Uh, and then Edwards, I think he could play back as far as deeper coverage. Um, yeah. I actually like him going east to west more than, say, well, I don't know. I mean, they're all they're all good at going east to west. So, yeah, it's, it's a good luxury. We have really good safeties.
1: Yeah, but that's kind of going to be something where this is likely Jordan Whitehead's last year. Yeah, unfortunately, it depends on
0: the contract. Yeah,
1: I think. I mean, a guy that his career is based off or his money's made knocking the crap out of you, and he just hurt. His shoulder, his labrum of his shoulder, yeah. hitting someone. I mean, it, uh, wear and tear with that smaller body. Mm-hmm. What he's supposed to do. I mean, look what Bob Sanders did. He was That was what he did. And short, short-lived, short it was amazing short-lived, but yeah. it's hard to be longevity when your main job is knock the crap out of someone. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But I still love the dude. I mean, I've loved him since Pitt. Awesome player. Yeah. Uh, more hot takes. This is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go back to Arian Sands talking about the coaching. Why would I throw to the tight ends? That's what we have receivers for. That's just dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember us I talking about that, too. Um, yeah, that was a good, good conversation. But really, when you think about the offense, it is designed for receivers. It's uh, it's a receiver's offense. You know he likes to get a lot of eleven personnel out there, a lot of ten personnel with four, four wide receiver sets, um, and we see how many times we go empty. So definitely likes to maximize his playmakers on the field. Um, but I will say, and twelve personnel, that's <laughs> that's their best. That's their best formation. Uh, mm-hmm. They get a lot of success from it, especially when they do play action. It's open. <laughs> I mean Gronk's open. OJ's open. A lot of people are open.
1: Just keep saying open. They're, they're yeah. Open. <laughs> All right, I mean, open.
0: I I said it last year. I was like, Scotty Miller's open on every play. Like,
1: he he was open every time. So you can't cover everyone on the team. Yeah. yeah. It's not just Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, AB Gronk, Howard. What the hell? Yeah. It's it's crazy. But let's keep going. So B Logins, I want to get a real bucks talk shirt to wear camp what's up we got to get on that we keep saying yeah. we're gonna do it we need to get we literally used to have shirts Plus, has yeah. worn a couple on here before
0: yeah. we're gonna have to update the shirts and yeah. maybe get a, a nicer look and you know present it uh pretty well maybe we'll get some of the uh maybe we can get the youtube logo real bucks talk shirt uh, right and then we also have our
1: twitter logo so maybe we can mix oh. and match is anyone a designer, like a graphic designer? Look, give, shoot us an email or, or tweet us or instant message us or whatever it is. Direct DM us on mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever. Find a way. Just let us know. Like Maybe to spruce up what we got. Yeah. And we'll still put that in shirts and stuff like that.
0: Appreciate
1: just it. Just let us know. Yeah, we, we need to get one out there, though. We'll get there, b Uh G Vegas. Crazy. We're closer to the start of the season. Than we are to the Super Bowl win. Part of me still can't believe that we won. <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's gone by so fast. It feels like it was yesterday, but yesterday's long, long gone. <laughs> you know. So, but hey, we got that trophy. We got two trophies in the uh, the
1: cabinet, so it feels great. Right. Feels great. Looks great. I can't wait to go to the game and see our our actual what the flag get put up. That's going to be nuts, yeah. Especially
0: yeah. we got the go ahead for you know full stadiums and training <laughs> camp and preseason. Yeah, it's going to be. The stadium might explode. Like <laughs> it's going to be oh, very loud.
1: <laughs> if we dominate that game, hell yeah!
0: Yeah, it's going to be very loud.
1: All right, let's get a couple of in here, like a speed round. See, Andrew We'll have an even better year this year. Absolutely, I kind of mentioned he was going to be there. Yeah, you always see. Yeah, you always see
0: that growth from, you know, year one to year two. So that always happens.
1: I hope, uh, He literally is a perfect candidate for that. Hot take, not really. Lenny gets 1,000 yards, proves to the dummies that he's our true number one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. I, I, I love Lombardi-Lenny. If we see Lombardi-Lenny for the whole season, then. That, that we, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could be 2,000 yards for, for Lenny. You never know.
1: I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I know. I would take
0: a good, I would take a good 1200 and you know, maybe Rojo gets a thousand. I don't know how much we run the ball.
1: So fact man, you love Lenny. I still think Rojo is the top dog in this thing. Oh yeah. He's just the premier. He's just a better runner, more aggressive, more jump cut, crazy running over. It's not trying to make you miss. I'm just going to get to where I need to get.
0: Yeah. Since- I mean, if Rojo somehow can like have a miracle where he can be natural at catching the football, learn how to pass, protect, and he he'll take over the running back room and earn that second contract. I I wouldn't pay him. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't pay him either, but I, I think he would get, he wouldn't get a huge contract. I think it would be like three to 4 million.
1: Give it a sneak, give it a sneak. That's what Uh, I want.
0: Yeah, that too. I would love to see sneak Vaughn explode and
1: take over as well. Uh, let's see. They lost a couple here. La, 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 la. I mean, don't worry about running backs next year. Don't, I mean, we got King Sean? Don't worry. Yeah, He's the number one go-to. And then, if anything, maybe we do get one of these guys to a one-year deal, like mm-hmm. like Lenny or Rojo coming back for a one-year deal. I mean, the running back position is getting devalued heavily. I mean, guys like uh, Melvin Gordon are searching for teams just to sign to Mm-hmm. And then just jumped on one because they they had to. But. Yeah, and and Denver just drafted
0: Javante Williams, so that shows you, you know. Yeah. They, they're always looking to replace you running back wise.
1: And James Connor, I mean, he mm-hmm. just signed with the Cardinals. But how long? How deep into free agency did, did you wait to do that? Yeah. Is what's
0: him. his?
1: Todd Gurley even signed yet? He was talking yeah. to the Lions recently. Yeah, he's a free agent. Right, desperate to get on a team. So you you just don't know. Like, the the mm-hmm. position is so devalued yeah so many of them you don't want to leave bell cow anymore because they get hurt so easily yeah. and then you've seen of years past people giving them money and then oops bad investment how do i get rid of this guy hmm. i mean yes yeah. you're the, leave, it's hard to you don't want to keep them like tomorrow yeah. christian mccaffrey what do you know to the guys in our damn division
0: <laughs> I, but, I think the running back position now is like you look at like miles gaskin you look at um uh, who's the guy for Arizona? Uh, I forget his Drake? name. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Guys like that. That is like that's kind of like what your running back is now. A guy that can do everything: catch, run, block. That's that's what guys are or teams are looking for, and get him at cheap level. You know, you look at uh, Nick
1: Chubb. Nick Chubb is a perfect example. You know, and this beast. Yep. love Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna end it on this. This is funny. Uh, Brady gonna go for the longest run of his career this year, twenty plus yards with that new knee. <laughs> uh, that would be fun to see. Brady, oh just just get he,
0: healthy. Hey, now he, he said he was working on his speed, so maybe right. he's up. Maybe he's up to four eight, and he can he can run. Yeah, Maybe they do a zone read option. Oh my God! Please God, no. <laughs> still on the bench for a while. Let's be honest. Please God. No. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, a- Aaron's would never call that part okay. yeah leftwich would never call it uh and but Dave, guys pray for yeah. good players
1: pray for health plus yeah. take it out
0: yeah absolutely uh but with that said this was a fun podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it we had some good laughs on here some some good great conversation as always and uh yeah just stay tuned uh guys if you haven't subscribed be sure to subscribe we're almost at 3000 so we appreciate it help us out uh, hit that like button for this uh this content and uh, yeah we got a lot of great stuff coming out soon we've got more player uh, reviews coming so it's gonna be a lot of fun with that said guys everyone have a great night and go bucks